Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. afternoon we just want to call on the Holy Spirit you know <laughs> without him we can do nothing Bible says that he's our advocate he's our counselor he's our comforter amen
something to come your way. Well, it's time for the word, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for an exotic meal. So ladies and gentlemen, make some noise today. Acknowledge the gift of God in our midst. Let's welcome the bishop, Edward Morgan Ogo. Come on. Devil, 
your hands together for the Lord. You may be seated. What a blessing. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Jesus. Today, I'm sharing with you something very powerful and brief, but I believe that God is turning our lives around, and one of the ways he's turning our lives around is that he is correcting us, amen, because the Bible says that foolishness is bound in the heart. Let's look at our scripture again, Proverbs 22 verse 15, amen that one of the challenges you have when you are young and when you are, you know, when you are a youth is that, you see, your problem as a young person is not a problem of uh, embezzlement of funds. Do you see? It's not a problem of um, rigging of elections, family quarrel, uh, my cousin and I are not talking. Rather, you talk if you even overtalk, the problem of a young person is foolishness. And you see, it is, it is very, very important for you to understand it and know it and appreciate it. Allow it to sink into your heart. You see, one of the ways the devil gets us to or gets to destroy us, or gets to take us along certain journeys and certain paths, is that, and it's a very major weapon, he will get you to believe that something is not your problem. That maybe it is his problem, but not you. Oh, it's, it's some other people, but not me. But when you accept it, when you Acknowledge, you see, David, when he slept with Bathsheba, one of the things he said was that I acknowledge my sins, I acknowledge my weaknesses, I acknowledge my iniquities, and my sins are ever before me. Let, let, let's let's look for that beautiful scripture. In the sound, you see, it says, and my, 
my sins I'm, I'm teaching you a very very important key for your life if you, how many of you want to do well oh i can't see your hand you want to do well okay this is something you must learn if you look at psalms 51 verse 3 this is the man who is called a man after god's heart let's read verse 1 from verse 1 have mercy up let's already together one go have mercy upon me O god according to thy loving kindness according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies blot out my transgressions wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin for i acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me amen i acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me see all this and you see that in verse 2 talks about go to verse 2 he uses the possessive where my sin mine iniquity it is very important to know what is your weakness or what can easily destroy you it's important to know and when you know it it is about 50 percent of the problem solved in fact 80 percent of the problem solved that's how david became great my iniquity my sin he didn't say oh, it, it is it is it is joanna's problem oh those girls that no 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 he personalized it you see and and this afternoon what god is teaching us is that as a young girl as a young boy you must also know what constitutes your iniquity what constitutes your sin your weakness and the bible says in proverbs 22 that your weakness is foolishness i mean what a blessing to know what your problem is to know what is a problem to know what is a difficulty and to also know that the bible has also given us the solution and the solution is that the rod of correction is what will drive it away from you now before you get confused the subject we are dealing with is very important because you do not want to be foolish psalm 5 and verse 5 look at it it says the foolish shall not stand in thy sight shall not stand in thy sight means will not enjoy any privilege that comes from god once there's foolishness in your heart you are far from god 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 oh and how we need god the bible says that nearness to god is my good it is good for me to be near god so anything that drives you away from god must be addressed and one of the things is foolishness foolishness doing things that don't make sense embracing things that destroy embracing evil being comfortable with things you see foolishness like when you take a knife a very sharp knife 
and you are just playing with it just you know lying on it you turn it, 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 it the, the pointed side up and you are putting your stomach or you are resting on it it's like you, you are you are macho you are not macho you are foolish and as you live your life the devil will let you toy with so many things he will let you play with so many things it, it, one of the things young people like doing is experimenting. Yeah. Experimenting. It is one of the hallmarks of foolishness. Because a lot of things, when you experiment with them, one touch, it's over. You do one, it takes over your life. I mean, you cannot experiment with pornography. You cannot experiment with homosexuality. One encounter destroys you once that spirit enters you you'll be surprised that a place where toilet comes from is where you are looking for pleasure and no and no namentias place where toilet comes from I said the place where toilet comes from some of you girls if you experiment with sex look you'll be following the same boy who beats you up you cannot take your mind off him even as he's talking to you you know that he's receiving calls from Betty from this person you are in school. Instead of learning, you are experimenting with Apo. It's young people. You see, and I'm saying to you this afternoon that understand it all, that it is a problem you have. And one thing that should let you stay clear of foolishness is that the Bible says that the foolish will not be in the sight of God. When the Bible also says that being close to God is your good. It's good for you to be near God. It's good for you as a young boy, like Samuel in Shiloh, he was close to God. So we are looking at the rods. And today I'm giving you one. And then we will pray. Yes. I've shared so many rods with you. A rod is painful. A rod is painful. But a good Christian, a young boy who is wise, will, will like the effects of a rod because he understands that if you don't endure the pain of a rod, there's a greater pain from foolishness that is going to destroy you. A greater pain a greater destruction now turn your Bibles with me this morning this afternoon to Proverbs the next road I'm sharing with you today is called the wounds of a friend the wounds of a friend everybody here must look out for friends 
who speak the truth to you who tell you that your hairstyle is not nice but that's not what we like a friend who will tell you that the way you are moving with that boy is not good no it's not you are too close it is rather that friend you move away from yeah me i had a friend i got born again with him on the same day actually i was with him two weeks ago he's a pastor also he used to stay with me in my house we were in the same room slept on the same bed we were together for years we were in the same school well, he's a brother he's not i don't I shouldn't even call, even call him a friend he was living in my house a big house eating my food and sometimes when friends come to visit me me boys girls especially girls boys are bro I said he was sitting in my house, sleeping on my bed, eating my food, drinking my water. He was literally patching with me. When a girl comes to see me, visit me, and I go and see the lady off. When I come back, he'll tell me that I kept too long with the lady outside. Petra. So, tell me why. You, it's not good that you quote scriptures avoid all appearances of evil I said you said what you you are in my house you can be quiet and hide under the bed you are coming to tell me when I in my house when I should come back when I go out do you pay my rent? If you don't shut up, I'll remove you from the house. That's not what I did. Whenever he corrected me, I received it as an important contribution of a friend. It was painful. It wasn't nice. And he was here and he's still in my life. Up to now. Some of you, you have surrounded yourself with people who can't correct you. But there is something called the wounds. Proverbs 27 verse 6 Faithful are the wounds of a friend. But the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. New Living Translation Wounds from a sincere friend Are better than many cases from an enemy Yes Wounds It is better for you that your friend will wound you It's a rod It, it, it corrects you Some of you who didn't know this verse Have thrown away very valuable relationships Somebody made an adverse comment about wow, how you don't learn. You were bored. Meanwhile, when the BC came, you had five, 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 five. And two sevens. Hey. 
May the Lord bless you with friends who can wound you. If a friend wounds you and you are still friends with the person, it means that you have risen to maturity. And that friend includes your pastor, your shepherd, your sheep, your, your brother, your Christian brother, everybody, everybody, even your father can be your friend. Anybody in your life who wounds you, it's not everybody you must just collect and throw away. Because sometimes hmm, it is that type of friend who will be the necessary tool to take you to the place God wants you to get to. Yes. Don't be happy with friends who are always saying nice things to you. When your dress is short, they say, wow, your dress is nice. No. You must have a friend who said, no, this dress is, is, is short. Or we are seeing some of your breasts. It's not good. Go home and change. That is a friend. That's a real friend. Don't silence people like that. When you don't come to church next week and, and, and your friend calls you and says, I'm disappointed in you. You could have done better. Don't be angry and don't be reactionary. See it as one of the rods that God is sending your way to correct you in your way, lest something worse comes your way. If you have surrounded yourselves with people who sing your praise, we call them bootlickers. We call them what? But that wasn't Jesus Christ's behavior. There were people Jesus saw in a certain way. That if they were in your life, you would have cursed them. Cursed them. I, I'm telling you today, uh, you see, because one of the things you may not know is that truths are very hard to come by. Have you woken up before? You've had your bath, everything, but you forgot to remove that white thing in your eye. And you met three people, they were chatting with you, said they wouldn't say anything. Then you, you went to somewhere, you went, you went to maybe a washroom, and as you were looking in the mirror, you see that some, 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 some angel Michael is hiding inside your eye. What? Mafia saw this. Johnny saw this. Yes, they saw it. It's not easy. You see, and that's why you must also make yourself the type of person that people can point things out to you. Don't make yourself a person that even when we see that your dress is not nice, we are afraid because we don't know how you are going to behave. We don't know how you are going to behave. Your silence alone will paralyze us. Then you are quiet, you are moody. When they ask you questions, you just use your head. When they send you text, you don't reply. You read, we see the blue tick, but you're not replying. We see the blue tick, but you're not replying. You, you, you are just there. Because, Charlie, we have said something. Let me tell you today. Anything that someone says to you, that doesn't make you happier. Use your intelligence and sit down and think about it properly. You realize that it is true.
It is true. Don't throw people away who displease you. When somebody says that you are becoming canal these days, listen to it. There may be some truth in it. Yes. When somebody tells you that, I feel that these days you are backsliding. Receive it. I see that these days your spirituality is going down. You, you are becoming canal these days. Don't say, what do you mean? Are you God? Are you an angel? How dare you assess me? Are you judging me? No. No. Accept it that canality is coming into your life and rather look for ways of addressing the problem because it is likely to be there. Matthew 26 verse 47 Let me end with this verse And while he spake Lo Judas One of the twelve Came And with him A great multitude Not fifteen A great multitude means a lot of soldiers with swords and staves from the chief priests and elders of the people. How many of you know this story? This is Gethsemane. Jesus Christ in Gethsemane. Judas knew where he prayed always. So he went and brought the Roman soldiers to come for him. Verse 48. Now, this is the case of an enemy. He that betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, the same is he. Hold him fast. Hey! Be very careful of the person who puts his hands around your neck. He comes as a friend. Hold him fast. The case of an enemy. But Jesus Christ saw differently. And forthwith, Jesus, he came to Jesus and said, Hail, Master! And kissed him. Fans! A lot of the fans you receive are negative fans. Hey, you sang well, oh, you have seen the song and they are clapping for you. You should know by now what is negative fans. Hail master. He was not there to hail any master. Hail master. Hail master. Hail master. And he kissed him. Mm. Be very careful. Be very careful. Don't join your friends, your classmates who are into such things. Yeah. Don't join them. 
there's nothing good at the end of it. But Jesus, he knew that what Judas was doing, because you see, from this point, it was over. He was going to the cross. He was going to the cross. From here, there's no turning, but actually, he was somewhere and he moved straight to Jerusalem. He knew what was going in fact he told them that they will crucify me so he knew that from this point he was going to the cross but he also knew that the cross was his genuine destination his divine destination was the cross because the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost and to save us he needed to shed his blood and there are some things in your life that you will never get a friend to do it. Yes. Peter will not. Peter was the one preventing him. Peter was the one. He's the one. Remember when he said, I'm going to do this? He said, Never. Never. God forbid. What do you mean? And Jesus said, You are Satan because you are opposing the will of Anybody who opposes the will of God for your life is called Satan. forthwith he came to Jesus said hail master there are some things if you have to go to the cross you cannot get Matthew to do it for you you cannot get Philip to do it for you you cannot get Peter to do it for you you need a Judas you need somebody you have already called Satan that's why many of you cannot pass your exams because sometimes the cross may be learning having to study very hard yeah. you can never get somebody who would say so let's go and watch silver bed movies this silver star or silver bed silver bed go and watch movie uh, you can stay up for two hours you are texting and the person knows that you are going to write an exam all, but he will not tell you but there's somebody who say stop texting you are going to fail your exam if you continue and you are bored you've changed your face but Jesus, Jesus, I'm saying to you that young boy, young girl, one of the blessings in your life is that God will give you someone, eh? someone, maybe Reverend Kobe, it can be Auntie Grace, Auntie Mimi, Brother Carrick, all the, they will be in your life to wound you. Don't expect kisses from them. They will never kiss you. Never, ever. By the grace of God. If it's a case you are looking for, then go to boomerang. Yes. When God blesses you with such people, and you also, when you are in their lives, make sure that you bite them. When they fully, you, you can Bite, create a wound. Say it in such a way that it will pain her. Say it well. Let it pain her. Because that, it is that pain that will drive out the stupidity and the foolishness inside your heart. If we don't say it in a certain way, we know you. You are going to chase the boy. So there is a way we must say it. In such a way that it will be a wound. And that's why I'm teaching you that. 
when the wound comes you must embrace it it's a rod of correction to drive the foolishness that has an affinity for the inside of your heart him because I mean at, at this time it's over Roman soldiers are here they've got swords they are here they are here already they are in the garden or they have entered there's no way out you are going straight to the cross you are headed for the cross Katuma Lhasa Lembri Maka Keba Ziminimu mama ka mandele mo samba kamrosa. May you love that friend. The any source of affliction. I say any source of affliction. When somebody says you are lazy, when somebody says you are some way, when somebody says your mouth is smelling, accept it. Accept it, my dear friend. Accept it. Accept it. He said, I acknowledge my sin and my and my iniquities and my transgressions are ever before me acknowledge it when we say it and we i'm telling you that we will say it in such a way that it will not please you it will be a wound that the way you are walking with the boys every day somebody seeing you off every day when they are laughing hey true true sister true yeah we'll call you a prostitute we will say it in such a way that it will enter your soul it's a wound Jesus Christ, he saw it all. He saw it all. He saw it. That even though this guy is kissing me, even though I can see soldiers with him, look at the next verse. 50. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Jesus Christ called Judas friend. Because what Judas was doing was necessary for him to arrive at the destination of first class, destination of being a pastor, destination of being pure. You need someone, a Judas. Jesus did not call him an enemy. It's you and I who called Judas an enemy. But Jesus, his word was friend, my darling friend. Thank you for coming with the soldiers. It's painful. You are betraying me. It's painful. But I need it. Without this, I will not accomplish the cross. Without Judas, the will of God will not be done. If Judas had not sent soldiers to arrest him, Jesus would have been preaching till he was 70 years old and would have died of a heart attack from walking too much. But the Bible says, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. All die, no be die. I said, all die, no be die. We need the die that is blood shedding die. Not hypertension die or diabetes die. All die, no be die. We need blood to flow. 
any blood to flow. Yeah, because nobody around Jesus wanted him dead. Sometimes you sing very well, but the Reverend Kobe will say, move and join the dancing stars. Yeah. See it as the will of God for your life. See it, because maybe the, it's in the dancing stars one day that you have a beloved. In the singing star, you, you, you sing. My dear friends, today I came to tell you that there's a group, there's a type of person Maybe you have not lied in time past. But today, that's the person. Yeah. The girl that when you kiss her, she will go and tell Reverend Kobe that this guy came and did this to me. Yes. It's painful, but you must thank that girl because the faces you will get from Reverend Kobe will what you set you on the right track to be a Reverend Minister one day. Everybody here, there is somebody in your life who causes pain. When you marry, it may be your husband, it may be your wife. Yes, a friend is a friend. A friend does not always have to be non biological or non-marital my wife is my friend there are some things you will never hear from anybody <laughs> if you get to hear it from someone accept it and let it change your life if somebody comes and says luminous you don't pray don't say what do you mean are you with me in my house do you know my all night no accept it that you don't pray. It is wounding your soul. But better at such wounds from Reverend Kobe or Uncle Mike. Better. So today, God is speaking to you and me and I. Everybody here. Somebody is going to come into your life. And I'm seeing that already. Eh? Even if you don't have such a friend, see the pastors, your shepherds, those who are strong, who say the things in a certain way. Today, I'm telling you that instead of turning away from them or being bored with them, rather see them as rods. God is using. That's why David said, Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I'm happy. I, I find, I find faces comfortable. It's okay. I've not done right. I've done wrong. It's okay. It's okay. Through that, you will change your life. We are going to be, have times of retreats. We'll go to Anakazu campus. We'll go and pray. If you don't come and somebody says you are canal or why didn't you come don't tell me that nonsense don't say hey who are you are you my father he's your father he's your father do you pay my school fees he's paying your school fees who says school fees is only what we pay to us as i'm preaching it is fees i'm paying for something yes as i'm preaching to you it is fees 
I'm paying. I'm paying for your stupidity. I'm paying for your foolishness. I'm paying. Some of you, I, I share my own experience. You think school fees is only what we pay in Legon? Anytime we stand there to preach, we are paying fees. We are paying some. We, we are. We are. We are. We are servicing your life. And today, God wants everyone here. Look out for that friend, especially the one who appears spiritual and will say it in such a way that like you, you will feel that you are carnal. Don't feel that you are carnal. See that God has sent that person into your life to speak the truth to you better at the wounds of a friend than the kisses of an enemy. Rise to your feet.